Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. This is a continuation on the last episode, and this one is going to talk about the economic impacts. So the overt and apparent linkage between popular culture's impact on the economy is its influence on fashion and tastes and consumer trends. An important component of demand in any consumer theory, so economic consumer theory, are fashion trends and therefore popular culture can greatly influence these trends and in turn impact demand for certain goods in certain industries. The economic context of, the popular, of popular culture's impact on the 20th century is important to examine before we delve deeper. The economic situation of the 20th century was, to put it simply, volatile. The economic slumps run by the First and Second World Wars, sandwiched by the boom of the Roaring Twenties, the Great Depression of the 1930s, the greatest economic depression in history. All this had its impact felt across the globe only to be made worse by the global uncertainty of the Second World War. These tumultuous times seem to have found an end following the war with the aforementioned golden age of capitalism. And after nearly a decade of recovery, the global economy had refound its footing. However, it was not until the forthcoming of the information age, the third industrial revolution, could popular culture begin to reach its full potential economic impact. Television shows like MTV and Friends, for example, new innovations like the Nintendo and the Atari game consoles, and the first Macintosh, which was the first commercially successful personal computer with a graphical interface, all arrived in the 1980s. These brand new digital influences, coupled with the emergence of highly popular and influential fashion magazines like Cosmopolitan and Vogue, paved the way for significant economic impacts by way of inducing and popularizing certain fashion trends. For example, the denim craze of the 1980s and 90s, steered in by brands like Ralph Lauren and Calvin Klein, was a significant impact on society. Uh, through this period, the denim industry grew exponentially, reaching sales of up to four billion US dollars. Denim was no longer just a fashion trend, it became a lifestyle. The same could be said for an increasing number of fashion trends like dungarees, gothic clothing, hip-hop attire, etc. It's a prime example of how popular culture can have a significant economic impact on society, and this profound change was only furthered as society head into the next millennia, head into the next millennia, which was the 21st century. As society moved into the 21st century, the prevalence and weighting of consumer trends on industry demand became increasingly important. This was easily seen by the sheer volumes of money and resource firms now allocated to departments like marketing, advertising, and promotion. Economic theory suggests that economic agents' willingness to pay allocate, and allocate resources for a good or service is indicative of their perceived value of said good or service. For instance, multinational giants like Coca-Cola have spent a truly remarkable average of $4 billion US dollars per annum since 2014 just on advertising, while their main competitor, PepsiCo, continued to spend a not quite compar- a comparable, well, not quite the same level, uh, $2.3 to $3 billion per year. While there are clear and obvious exceptions, flaws and possible irrationalities that can interfere with this theory, for example, the particular market in question, the soft drink industry, have very similar goods, so advertising may need to be higher. Yet the principle remains the same. Such services have become more expensive since their value and perceived marginal gain has increased in the 21st century. Another obvious yet astounding change from the 20th century is how easily and quickly products can become trendy. It is a testament to social media and the internet's impact on society and how convenient digital marketplaces like Amazon and eBay have been have made sharing information and purchasing goods. Over 197 million people use Amazon monthly, which is a clear depiction of how prevalent and important it is in society today. There are virtually zero shoe leather and menu costs, which is an economic jargon for the cost of transaction and the real cost of changing illicit price. 
It now takes little to no time or effort to gather price information from different sellers or for sellers to change their prices in response to short-term changes in demand. The revelation of the digital market and newfound online accessibility has immensely benefited advertising. There are more platforms to advertise on than ever before, making it significantly easier to promote products and companies. Advertising via social media is the new craze with over 500 million people using platforms like Instagram Daily. There's almost 6% of the global population. As previously alluded to, companies like Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Apple, and many more spend enormous proportions of their budget on marketing campaigns because it's the easiest and quickest way to spread and promote their brand. In industries like the smartphone industry to the software industry, where goods are very, very homogenous, firms must use non-price factors to win market share. Such aggressive marketing campaigns instill strong brand loyalty in respect to consumer bases uh, and also allow for greater exploitation of economies of scale. Economies of scale is a microeconomic concept involving how firms experience cost advantages. Um, brand loyalty is also likely to become stronger, making their consumer base less responsive to changes in price making demand more inelastic, allowing them to increase prices and increase profits. This is indeed a radical economic impact that has vastly changed when compared to the 20th century. Via these evolutions of the structure of the digital economy and from information sharing, certain industries have experienced volatile booms and busts. For instance, the instant camera industry has just experienced an unforeseen return through the fresh hype around Polaroid pictures. In just 2008, Polaroid announced it was shutting down production of their instant cameras, while Kodak reported that their sales of film had dropped to below 1% of what they were during their peak in the 1990s. However, the social media, particularly Instagram, um, pardon me, uh, However, sorry, yes, particularly Instagram, craze of Polaroid pictures breathed, breathed new life into these dying industries, with Fujifilm selling a resounding 6.5 million in just 2016, and has seen a steady consumer base since. This serves as evidence for the aforementioned notion that trendy and high-paced products have seen huge economic advances within their industry, much thanks to the 21st century media. The final point this thesis will aim to make regarding the changes in economic impacts of popular culture in the 21st century relates to the field of development economics. Since the 20th century, the global economy has seen tremendous growth, largely attributed to the digital revolution in GWP, gross world product, which is GDP of the real GDP of all countries in the world. The real GWP was 1,102 billion US dollars in, 19, in the year 1900, and that's quadrupled, quadrupled to 4,081 in 1950, and now it's 44,861 as of 2019. This 4,000% increase in GWP in the last 100 years has resulted in significant rise in individual countries' GDPs, rise in productivity, and an inevitable elevation in average rise of an uh, average standard of living and disposable income. This increase in disposable income and subsequent rise in discretionary spending, coupled with the advent of social media and the digital act, and the digital age acts as fuel to the fire that is trendy markets. This relates to the previously made point about volatile industries and changes in consumer spending patterns. The global development also means this global development also now means that people have significantly more leisure time than they did in the 20th century. And as humans, we psychologically look for low effort distractions in technology, media, and social media have made these exceptionally easy to come by. As a result, we often turn to recreation, which brings up which brings this discussion to its final change in impact that we will analyze the recreational impacts of popular culture and society. That will end this episode. Stay tuned for the next one for recreational impacts.